Welcome to the Doghouse, brought to you by Moto America, the official AMA road racing series of the USFA, US of A, led by 190 mile per hour plus superbikes, coming to you from Warren's house, which we, has been magically uh, left empty. And so we're actually looting and pillaging right now in there because Warren is on vacation in Excuseville. And uh, so we couldn't join him because we're only allowed to have one person on the show have excuses per week. So <laughs> I, I just blew the bowl up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to flush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun being here on Warren sitting naked on his leather couch here. Mm, yeah. Letting yeah. everything hang out and get all sweaty. Yep. Uh, anyways, uh, here, I'm going to say this. I'm going to start off right away with a rant. F-U-N-B-C and everything you've ever stood for. What a yep. bunch of crooks. Yep. yep. All, all last year, all winter long, buy F-N-B-C sports gold right, to, get motocross, yep. to get motocross. Then mm-hmm. now it's the start of the season. I go to it. Oh, you got to pay another $5 to be on premium to Peacock premium. We moved it. Yeah. Then they said, oh, well, we made that announcement in the beginning of the May. Who watches your crappy channel when super motocross ain't on, buddy? Exactly. I don't live for that. I bought it to get the deal. You just scumbags. Uh, Motor America, you're welcome when we told you you got to get away from them idiots over there. Uh, and anybody else listening, flat track, motocross, supercross, flee. Run. Yeah, get off there. Flee. NBC, yeah, where motorsports go there. to die. Look yep. at the ratings crashes they're doing. Let's show the flat track race six weeks after it ran. Yay. Yep. But it what pisses me off most, right? It's not like it's not like, hey, hey, uh, you know, we lost that contract and it moved to ABC or Fox or something. Yeah. It's no, 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 no. We got you for $5.99 a month. Now we wanna we want you to go to our other streaming service to pay more money. I don't, you know, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, anything on NBC we should never talk about again. No, I don't. I don't think so. Point. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm at, I, there's everything everything that we get there, I can find from a more reliable source, and that source is free. And go to YouTube. Exactly, that source is free. So I, you know, I mean, you try, I'm going to right take thing, right? Yeah, but but then they anymore. just screw you. Not I mean, anymore because yeah, not anymore because they screwed us. So yeah. my recommendation is if you are have been screwed uh, by NBC, and if you haven't, you will be shortly. Yeah, that's true. It's only a matter of time. Um, there's nothing they have there that you can't get elsewhere. So. Um, it's don't, crappy. Don't, it's don't, crappy. Don't, don't spend the like, money. Don't spend the money. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know. Sign up for a streaming service to watch this stuff. Oh, hey, by the way, we moved it over to our other streaming service and it costs you money. Nobody yeah. watches you. Yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd rather pay the there money. There's so many F-bombs. I'd, that I'd rather p- pay the money to support a series like than Motor- a network who doesn't care about the series. I don't have a problem in the world sending mm-hmm. my 50, 75 bucks. I don't even know what it was to Moto America. Right. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I do. Don't, well, don't it's not. It's not. It's not like they're gonna send. They're they're going to say we're gonna spin up another channel, and you're not gonna get superbikes anymore. 
Right. They're not going to do that. If they do, do I'm done with Moto America. Yeah, but they're not going to do that because they're not stupid. They're in the business of right. building their sport. NBC right. could care less about flat track. They could care less about motocross. They don't right. care. That's, and that that's obvious by what they just did. Yes, exactly. Right? They and, don't and care. No, no, no place else. And and, fr- and frankly, motocross is not supercross when it comes to fan loyalty. It's very regional, right? Yeah. And they need the support more than supercross does. And now this is really going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. I think the saddest thing, the number drops that when, when flat track was on fans choice for free and they were selling commercials and I get that that's expensive, yeah. right? But if flat track had done, if flat track had done a $50 buy from American flat track mm-hmm. for the season, I'd have bought the package. Yeah. I'd yeah. buy supercross. I'd buy motocross. Yeah. Right. I, 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 they're, 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 I, 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 I agree. I agree. Right? I hate, I hate having to deal with third party providers who don't give a crap about the sport. And, and it's not really, and it's not helping the sport. That's the no, problem. It's, it's hurting them. Yeah, the minute you go in, yeah, the minute you go in and uh, push something uh, either on a delay or to another network where zero people are going to see it or very small group people are going to see it because it's not the same group. Somebody who bought your streaming package, they bought your streaming package because they're not likely to be able to get it on Peacock, right? Well, and they want to be able to P1 get it on fans. demand, right? Here's here's who buys your streaming package, right? Yeah. P1 fans. I agree. Right, I agree. people that are interested in the sport, you know, because yeah. on the streaming, I, I mean, I can watch practice. I mean, look how many times we talk practice, qualifying, right. yep. in, in Moto America, in World Superbike, in Moto right. GP. Yeah. I was watching Peacock to watch practices in Supercross, yeah, qualifying in Supercross. Right, yeah. I thought I was going to go to NBC Sports Gold and watch that, and then oh no, you got to go to Peacock. Mm-hmm. It's just a pain in the ass. Well, air. you're lucky How you much got. Money do you want NBC? Yeah, I was going to say you're lucky you get Peacock as part of your package. I wonder how many people do get it included. I don't know. Right? Uh, they probably yeah. well, you know, and it's like it's like that oh, just pisses me off. It yeah. just pisses me off. I, I'd be so much happier if Flat Track and Motocross and Supercross just sold their own package. I'm I'm with you. All right, we wasted enough time on NBC. We got a lot of racing to talk about. We have a ton of racing. Uh, too much to talk about. So we we already decided we were going to talk uh, flat track next week, right? Yeah, I think we're going to push flat yeah. track off into next week. Right. Just and, and so, so we're going to have a, a lot of trouble talking about motocross and um, and World Superbike and MotoGP. And we really have to talk World Superbike and MotoGP because their schedules are pretty full for the next month. So yeah, we, really don't have, we really don't have a choice. Um, and I'm looking forward to talk about. And it was the kickoff of motocross, if you can. And, and, it, and it was the kickoff of motocross. And I think, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, um, this is where we usually say skip ahead until you uh, hear Phil singing. And when you hear Phil singing, it means that we've already gone past motocross. I got so sing? so get leave now. And you can join us when Phil sings. Now you remember Phil, and now you have to start singing when we get done talking about motocross. I will. I will try my best, Ken. I okay. Will, All right. I will try my best. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know they opened up a, a Fox over there in California, which I was mm-hmm. I, I was still shocked because it's like, wow, hey, I didn't know anything in California was open, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. I mean, I'm being dead serious. I didn't know they were allowing yeah. sporting events again. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, are. 
So that's a that's a good thing. Outdoor, I think. I don't know if they're yeah, outdoor, anything indoors. But what sporting yeah. events are indoors? I don't know. I Anaheim, one, two, three, four, and twelve. <laughs> in Supercross, right? Yeah, that's why I like you because you're. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they were at, they were at Fox, and it was actually kind of interesting in a way, but almost a little bit predictable for me. You know, um, <laughs> does that mean Adam C. Sorola jumping out to the lead and then crashing? Yeah, that was extremely predictable, right? It's like that's yeah, so bad he, for that kid. He is yeah, yeah. He's so fast, but he's yeah, not a he's, kid anymore. He, no, he's not a kid anymore. He, he broke his we, he broke his shifter off his bike. Yeah, I know. He's not right? a kid. Like, oh, I went into a rut and hit that. He, 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 he's not a kid. Good good weekend for the Lawrence brothers. And, you know, that's not surprising. That's the part I say it's not that surprising because they were extremely, uh, well, these are guys who were brought up on motocross. So yeah. that's like their sport, right? Yeah, and but all these guys drive, ride motocross from day All one. of them started in motocross, but the Lawrence brothers were like, champions they were like big time champions both of them in uh motocross at the at the uh at the amateur level so um they they were both big big time stars a lot of these guys were up and comers at the time they they got moved into supercross but they have a history of that they were known by people you know uh in their area about their how good they were in motocross so um very different set of skills. So I wasn't surprised that the Lawrence brothers were both strong uh, in the race. Um, I also wasn't, you know, I hate to jump, jump around. I really don't want to jump around, but there um, were a lot of surprises. I think uh, some people that you would have thought would have done better this weekend. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, Jeremy Martin had the one, two jet Lawrence took the yeah. overall with the two, one uh, yeah. and Martin, you know, we expect Martin to be, to be up there. Well, at least one of them. Yeah, at least one of them, right? Either yeah, either, Jer- either, yeah, Alex, yeah, either Alex or Jeremy and one of yeah. them's but yeah, yeah, that they are those guys are like they're they're the motocross guys, and I think that's why they suffer so much in uh, supercross, right? You know, at times Justin Cooper looked like he struggled, but then at the end of the weekend he wasn't that bad. He had a five three. He, he, he yeah, he wasn't that bad, but it I don't think it was probably anywhere near he where he wanted to be. No, he got one, he got he got one podium. You don't want to give up points to 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 you know uh, anybody. To one of, well, not to the Martins exactly in in motocross. They don't need the help, right? So you don't want to give points up to them. And how so. about poor Max Voland? I mean, that <laughs> kid took off in that first yeah. race, and it was like, <laughs> like yeah, Woo! yeah, I'm going like a bat out of hell, and and he blowed up. And then he then he blowed up. Blowed up, sir. <laughs> yeah, blowed up, sir. Blowed up, sir. You know yeah. the motor's always fast before it lets yeah, go. Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, you know, I, I, I would saw say, the white I would say he, smoke, and I felt so bad for that. Kid. Yeah, I would say, you know what? That's a success. You squoze everything out of that motor you could. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. You know. You didn't leave any, Max. I know you're young, but you didn't leave anything on the track but oil. Right? Once you let all that white smoke out, it doesn't go no more. <laughs> no, it doesn't go no more. You got to save some of that for the end of the race. Yeah. I mean, he, he did okay in the second race, uh, got a seventh. But that first race, I thought, man, that kid is out there. And bam, he blowed up. He was. I I, I, I think they probably had that thing um, overtuned a bit, I would yeah. say. And he and was working it. Some disappointments. I thought 
Colt Nichols had a pretty crappy weekend. Yes, Colt Nichols definitely had a disappointing weekend. Uh, Austin Faulkner, not so great of a weekend. Not such a good weekend. My Shimoda is probably still out on the track. Yeah, I think he might be. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Jalik Swole, who everybody's been big on. You know, it could be just some rust. You know, I mean, some of these guys, they didn't get the... Well, Shimoda can't use that excuse, right? He can't use that excuse. So he he went all the way to the end of the uh, uh, Supercross. No, but I seasons. mean, like Supercross and Motocross are so different. They're very different, but you can't say a guy's not in racing shape when he just came out of Supercross, which I I argue is actually probably more physically draining than than Motocross is. Motocross is more difficult, um, primarily because the track conditions are different all the way around the track. You can't. There's not consistent mm. track conditions, but. You you don't of course you don't control the track conditions in a motocross track like you do in a supercross track right, um, yeah. so they can't they 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 can't be because higher elevations are drier than lower elevations on a motocross track. We used to we used to say that we went down into the bog right. Well, that's where all the water goes down the bottom of the hill. Yeah, that's where true. you know, and the top of the hill is always relatively stable and well packed, right? And dry so, or dry and loose or yeah you know, or dry and loose, and then the bottom is like you know is always going to be tend to be softer because that's where all the moisture collects. But I had to scroll down to the names of people. I don't know. There's a lot find, of them to find Cameron McAdoo. <laughs> yeah, find Cam- yeah. 20th yeah. overall. Yeah. With a 15 and a 37. Yeah. The 37 must've been some bike bike problems. I didn't even hear. I, I would, I would but think a 15th? so. Yeah. Then not good. Not a good start. No, somebody it, it wasn't fouled? his weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Somebody yeah. who is battling for a Supercross championship. Yeah. I mean, that's a big old turd wagon the first week of motocross. Yeah. And if it doesn't improve dramatically over the next couple of weeks, and he's probably not going to. So, yeah. Yeah. Oof, that's, that's rough. That Wasn't a good that. weekend. We can talk about the 450s, you know, and say uh, Marvin Muskin didn't have a good didn't have a good start to the motocross season. <laughs> I'm pretty Tomac. sure nobody <laughs> had a worse start than Adam Cianzarella. No, Adam Cianzarella had the had the worst one. Um, you know, Tomac said, you know, I'm I don't want to surprise anybody, so I'm gonna take it easy this weekend, <laughs> right? Um, you know, uh, I felt bad just, for Plessinger. Yeah, plus in race um, two, I felt he was faster, and he just he just yeah. got the he screwed up. Yeah, yeah. The only missing from this weekend was uh, uh, for you, Phil, was Chad Reed wasn't there. <laughs> you know? It was a pretty horrible weekend for yeah, me. Yeah, uh, Fernandez, Fernandez, and then Roxon yeah. winning. Yeah. Um. One day I'm gonna have to call the motocross gods because I don't understand how. A six one beats a four two in the overall. Ah, uh, that first, I guess it's the, yeah, but it's, it's seven, it's seven and six. I don't, I don't think it works that way because remember, a one, a two one is always better than a one two. Yeah, first, first race, second race, but that's when yeah. the standings are tied. Yeah, right. These yeah. guys aren't tied. Yeah, but I think the way the points are set are are assigned is different maybe. between races one and two. So maybe I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know, yeah, but it's race one. It doesn't really mean anything. So you shouldn't get surprised by anything that went on, but if it continues on like this, you know, but it's, you know, in two fifties, you gotta, you gotta, um, you know, that the Martin brothers are going to be strong and, and, the four, like the and, and, and in the four fifties, 
wasn't even it wasn't i mean barsha was okay you know his second race was better than his first race but um you know in the 450s uh I don't know. Eli's saving it up for the last three races. That's what he does. I guess so. And, and yeah, he's, preser- he's like, preserving that's his a good <laughs> Cooper Webb's like, that's a good strategy. I'll hang back with you. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I don't, you know, it's hard to come off of a Supercross championship. I, I imagine he probably had all kinds of uh, promotional stuff and everything to do. So I don't know. I uh, think you know who I, was I, the yeah. biggest disappointment other than seeing Sorolla. Because I yeah. just want to see that guy put together a season. Yeah. But Zach Osborne, our defending champ. Yep. I mean, I know he got to fit the second race, but the first race, it was like, hey, you know, yeah. we're racing for real, right? This ain't practice. Well, nobody told him that. That could be. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps somebody didn't explicitly say that to him. So, but again, it's one race. So, you know, one race is not a trend, right? Yeah. So we'll just have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. You know, it could be completely different next time. There's only things we can only certain things we can count on. It's not time for uh, Eli Tomac to show up at the track yet. That doesn't happen till probably sometime in late July, early August. Um, maybe maybe October this year. Um, and after the series is <laughs> over, yeah, I might show up a month yeah, after. Yeah, and uh, and, and I, I mean I don't know. I, I Muskin, I don't, I don't quite get Muskin being. He looked like he was pretty healthy at the very end of the season. So in Supercross, so not sure. I think too much, I, too much partying. I, well, I think I think Muskin has. I think he's lost. You know, remember remember how Dungey had said, "Yeah, I don't have the love of racing anymore." I think that's where Muskin is. That's pretty early in his career for him to have lost his interest in racing. Maybe yeah, should, I think he should maybe so he's in a conversation years. with Valentino Rossi. He should talk to Valentino Rossi. <laughs> you talk Learn to how to Look, you don't have to be you're good and you can race gone. till you're 70. That's right. Yep. Um, but anyways, yeah, next week they're at Thunder Valley in Colorado. Uh yep. June 5th. Uh Lord knows where you can watch it, but look for it on YouTube. Screw giving NBC your money. Exactly. You can find it on anyways. you can find it on YouTube. That's where I watched it. Uh, so. you know, and then and then high point. Then they come over to the east, but in two weeks after that, the high point, Mount Mount Morris PA. Yeah. Almost road trip. So I feel like Mount- I have something going on that weekend. Yeah, you might. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So All we right. talk about World Superbike. Let's get into World Superbike. Yeah. Uh Garrett Bautista, I mean, Gerloff, no. <laughs> uh, World Superbike was just a little. What's the right words for that? Um, I don't know. It was, I thought it was actually pretty good. I mean, because the first race, rather than the automatic Raya wins the first race, he got a third. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Like and, never. And, okay. So no. part of me was excited. Because I thought I saw a lot of the guys who I thought would be battling for the championship. Redding, Raz, mm-hmm. and Ray, right? Yep. Three R's, yep. triple yep. R's. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl race, same way. Uh, at at times, I was like, uh, yeah, at times, I was like, yeah, that's what I want. And then race two, Davey sneaks in. I did not see that coming. Um, I mean, he's fit. <sighs> I don't, yeah, I, I mean, don't he, yeah, I mean, he got, he got, a, he got a second place, but, <coughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
he didn't have to deal with he didn't have to deal with Redding in race two. Redding took himself out of race two. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, but he still beat Top Rack. I'm just saying, I didn't know. I didn't think yeah. he was on that good of a bike. Um, I think the Ducatis were very strong at that at that track. I thought they were very strong at that track. Redding proved that in race one, and he proved that you two wheels have to both at least spend some time on the pavement in order to finish the race. Yeah, and he, he decided that he wasn't going to do that. So um, he took and himself I, out, which has really hurt him champion point championship wise. Now, because the same race that he took himself out, Johnny Rayo won. you know, and from an American standpoint, race one girl off got a fourth. Yeah. I was surprised by that. Uh, I'm expecting a girl off though. I'm thinking he's adapting I'm, European racing better than anybody, any American in recent years. I think he is. So I'm, I got, a, I got high hopes for, for girl off. I really do. I mean, he's he, we're two rounds in, he's already got a podium and a fourth. Yeah. And he almost had a great takeout. <laughs> well, he's, he's had he's had a good takeout and he's had almost he, he's also almost taken somebody else out race too so yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. like here's what I'm, here's what i here's what i tell all young racers the first time they get on tv and this is a horrible thing but you can ask a you can ask a, a late models driver named david Polens down in charlotte I, I told him this in the pits i said if you can't win the race take out somebody famous Yep. Right? Yep. Right? That gets you TV time. Uh, and he went out one night and hit Tony Stewart square in the door. <laughs> yeah. But, but girl up, girl up was trying, you know, we had good racing this weekend. Uh, I just was a little shocked. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I maybe, maybe I'm, sh I guess I'm a little shocked that he hasn't, he's got a podium. I, I'm a, I, I don't know that he's going to ever be able to beat Johnny Rea, but if he gets a second to me, that's like a championship. That's the way I look at it because he's getting a lot of good press. And I, I, I think it's good for American racing to have an American in there. That's competitive. You know, I'm going to say this and we're going to talk about GP in a little bit, yeah. but I'm going to say this. I think all three Americans, yeah. I mean, Boubier this past weekend, you, mm -hmm. you know, Roberts has been, has been an eye opener. Boubier ha has done a hell of a job on that bike and Gerloff is doing a hell of a job. I think, mm -hmm. I think the three Americans that are over on the world scene and I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not knocking. Josh Heron, I'm not knocking PJ Jacobson. I don't think either of those two guys were on anywhere near as good a bike as these guys are getting. Right? Yeah, I, I, it's, just, I don't know that this it's. This is the first, these are the first three guys in a while yeah. that have moved up to the world scene who've gotten on at least decent bikes. Uh, I think since, since Nikki Hayden's day, I would agree with that. Right? You know, yeah. like Heron did not have a good bike. PJ yeah. was on a decent bike and then switched to another bike. And that was not a good bike. Yeah. Uh, and then he ended up on the Honda and Jake Gagne, right? Another guy who's proven he's fast, but mm. he went to that crappy Honda and you can't be fast on a slow bike. Yeah. 
Um, I, so anyways, I, would, I would agree. I, I think all three of them are on relatively competitive bikes. I, I and we can talk when we talk about um, Moto Two. We can talk about it a little bit more. I think that the bike that uh, Gerloff's on is a top, you know, top two bike. I mean, you know, I think it's 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 capable of doing that. It, it's is it as good as uh, Ducati? Mm, is it good as a Kawasaki? I don't know, but at its, is it as good as what Rascadiago is riding? Pretty damn close. Yeah, I would say pretty close. Say. Pretty close. I would say it's so, pretty. Uh, I'd say it might be the number two Yamaha in it. Yeah, I I would say you it's know? pretty close, and that's that's pretty good. I don't know if we can say the same thing for the other two. Certainly not for no. for Boubier. I don't uh, think so, Boubier is on that on one of the best bikes. Yeah, I I I, I have to say. I have to say that I still have no reason to think Johnny Ray ain't going to win his next championship. I would, I would agree with that. I would, uh, I would, agree, I would agree with that, especially with Redding basically just giving points away, right? Which is what he did. And Lowe's, right? The, well, Lowe's is a whole different thing. That's what you want. Are you talking about Alex Lowe's or? Yeah. Or, well, it doesn't okay. matter. When, when you talk of Lowe's, you talk about crashing. No, <laughs> that's Sam Lowe's. But, um, Let's let's finish up World Superbike. So, yeah. uh, Reading won race one. Rascadiaglu was second. Rascadiaglu arguably uh, was was the best rider for most of that race, but he just didn't have the legs at the end of the race. Yep. And Ray uh, just couldn't quite, um, you know, he he couldn't quite put it together in race one. And uh, but he won the Super Pole race, which, by the way, this is completely off subject. I think we should let it into the pool next year. But um, and I know makes I know it's more work. Um, but what's fun for anybody else if it's not more work for Phil? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is such a valid point. It okay. is a valid point. And then in race two, Johnny Ray came back. Uh, and like we said, Redding took himself out of the race. Davies got second, Rats Gadiaglu got third. So overall, great weekend for Rats Gadiaglu. He's probably pretty happy uh, with a second or third. And uh, he could have had he could have had a first, but he just didn't have he didn't have the strength of the Ducati. So and I also think his tires were pretty much shot at the end of race one as well. So he, there's no way. In uh, race two was really, um, you know, that that was sort of his chance. But then he had another Ducati kind of screwed his plans up. So yeah. Davies ended up taking uh, second place and got his points. And Scott Redding just I, killed know, himself. And in my opinion, it's only second race in. But you can't give up points to Johnny Ray ever when you have an opportunity to take no, two. I mean, you're now you're now officially double. five points behind. And, well, and, and 30, he, thirty-eight points. And I think he was the fastest guy <coughs> in in that race. I think he could have won both races. So yeah. anyway, and that's coming back from a guy that won race two last weekend. So yeah. he could have really made a huge difference. <coughs> Let's talk about Moto Two. Oh, you okay there, Phil? Yeah, no. Did, I'm we, did we lose you? You know, I'm. You know, you know what, before we talk about Moto Two, yeah, right. Why don't Why don't we uh, take a quick little break and then we'll come back. That's a great idea. Moto America is back. The official AMA Road Racing Series for the U.S. has returned for the 2021 season. There are still seven rounds left of the best racing action on two wheels featuring 190 plus mile an hour Hono Superbikes. All the Hono Superbike races will be live on Fox Sports. All the King of the Baggers races will also be live on Fox Sports. Liquid Molly Cup will be shown on Fox Sports. 
Super Sport races are going to be live on MAV TV. Then, after the race weekend, check out Moto America Rewind and Inside Moto America on Fox Sports. Don't forget the Doghouse's favorite way to watch. Get the package on Moto America Live Plus, which not only has live racing, but also practice, qualifying, and yes, it's available on demand. Check out MotoAmerica.com for more info. Tickets, yes, I said tickets, and info and schedules are all available on MotoAmerica.com slash tickets. For 2021, the King of the Baggers will have three rounds. The unbelievable V-Twin racing will be at Road Atlanta, Road America, and Laguna Seca. In 2020, King of the Baggers was a huge success, bringing millions of video views, social impressions, and news stories. Head over to MotorAmerica.com for registration rules and tickets. The Mini Cup brought to you by Motul will feature four rounds. This series helps build the next generations of riders. It features kids 6 to 13 racing. Tracks like Road America, The Ridge, Pittsburgh, and Barber. Next up is Moto America Super Bikes at Road America. That means King of the Baggers and Mini Cup by Motul. That's going to be June 11th through 13th in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin at Road America. You can be there live to watch all the on-track action plus more. Tickets and info available at MotorAmerica.com slash tickets. Okay, so we were going to talk about Moto Two, and I and you know, I, I, just before we get into talking about the results in here, I'm going to pose something to you, Phil. Um, you going to propose to me? No, I'm not going to propose to you. Oh, I already did. You turned me down. That's I'm true. going. Okay, so uh, I'm just putting this thought, this little tickler right here, because I'm going to keep coming back to it over time. So you know, I'll be very annoying like that. Yeah. Is Ralph Fernandez the next Mark Marquez? You know, I was kind of thinking about that as I was watching the races. Mm -hmm. I'm, I I'd like to take credit for in the pool. I was actually the first guy to pick him. I took a shot the first weekend. Yeah. Now he only came up fifth on me and kind of screwed me. Yeah. But he's talented. Here's what I'm going to say mm -hmm. is he's kind of. I, I think he's. At this stage in his career, I think he's better. Wow. Well, you have to prove that, right? You have to you have to prove that by winning championships. So yeah, but he won, okay, he won, but, he, but, he won a but, Moto Three. He did win a Moto Three championship. Won a Moto Three championship. Now he's got to win a Moto Two championship. Moto Two, right? Marquez didn't win his rookie or or sec, second or I think it was, it was the second third year. year, right? I thought no, it was, I think the it was third year. No, I think it was second year. Okay. First year, first so he year didn't he won a championship in his rookie year. And no. I don't remember him being as close as right now what Raul has a shot at being. 
He's his only, only six, his, his, six his, rounds in. Raul's, six limita- rounds. Raul's limitation this year, and he may not get a second attempt at it, is that he's got to race this other guy on the KTM. Remy Gardner. That's, that's the biggest thing, but... <laughs> one, I mean, the, the, one or both of them will be gone next year. We'll be in MotoGP. I would say uh, Gardner definitely. I, I can't see him not going up. Yep, I would agree. Right? Mm-hmm. Raul, since he's so young, you almost want to leave him a year, mm-hmm. right? To get a little age on him. I mean, he's 16, so he'll be 17 next year. And then you'd put him in MotoGP at 18. But if you're a factory team with a good ride, Man, you could jump that guy. Look, look, Honda moving Marquez up at such a young age got himself eight years of prime. Yeah, and I mean, if if somebody takes him next year, right? And that's that's the thing. Would he would he go up to not be on a, a good bike? I hope um, not. Yeah, I hope not because I think it would be a mistake for him. I, but the, the the question is. It, do you, you you're gaining almost two years in a, a benefit if you move him up next year over Mark Marquez when Mark Marquez moved up? Um, I don't know if it's that's a good gain or a bad gain. I don't know. It could be it could be bad for him in his career. Um, it, let's just say let's say a ride came up for him next year because I think the problem is is that the ride that he would get would be the KTM, which. Uh, Although Oliveira may, you know, may not uh, agree necessarily with me, is not the right bike in MotoGP. Um, it's a confidence killer, I think. Well, you know, he, he we always be... say that once you learn how to go slow, it's hard to go back to be fast. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, and that you, gets if, proven if, time and time again. Yeah. If you don't want to win, you don't want the excuse to be that you were on a slow bike. You want to be that it was a learning process, right? Yeah. So here's here's the thing, right? If KTM offers him the move up, he's young. Hopefully, he gets somebody that's smarter. That's got, I don't want to say smarter than him. That's more experienced to look to see is KTM progressing in the right way that it's worth him moving up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I hope he's got good. Somebody's giving him good advice. My my recommendation would be, look, Paul Spargro, and I'm not blaming this on Paul Spargro because the Honda's crap this year, complete crap. Um, I don't know what the length of the contract they gave Paul Spargro is, but I would love to see if Marquez gets his step back, which I think he will later this season. Um, the problem is going to be he's going to be on the Honda. I don't know that Honda is capable of winning a race. But if, if Repsol Honda gets their act together next season, I think they'd be a hell of a team, Marquez and, and Fernandez. I just don't know. Something's going on with Honda because their bike now in MotoGP, I know I'm jumping ahead, is beyond crap. It's just horrible right now. I mean, they did the they same de-evolved thing. That, they evolved that bike 10 years. So, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I actually, I actually, may, I actually think the Honda, the HRC bike and World Super bike may actually be faster than the the HRC MotoGP bike. <laughs> you could actually be right on that. Yeah. I mean, right now, right now, Yamaha looks like the team to be on. Or Ducat. 
Yeah, MotoGP. Yeah. And MotoGP. I mean, du- Ducati's got what Ducati's. So Fabio, own. Fabio looks very strong. Looks very strong. Yeah. And Vinales, I, I, I think. Okay, here's the thing: is if you're Yamaha, you punt Vinales at the end of this year, and you offer a ride to for for uh, Raul Fernandez. If I'm the guys at Yamaha, because I'm watching Quattararo kick some butt and take some name with the bike, and I'm watching Vinales search for Rossi, his old buddy, back in the field. Yeah, but you got to give Rossi credit. Rossi got got a top 10 this week, and he figured out the way to get that is to have five more competitive bikes, DNF, ahead of you. Yeah, well, that that happens. That's how you Um, get a a 10th. But here's the thing is Yamaha's got a problem because if they don't move more, more Bedelli up, he's leaving. Yep. Right. So Yamaha's got almost a too many, you know, uh, the, the thing is, is maybe Honda would be a great place for Raul Fernandez, but maybe staying with KTM would be better if they're developing the bike. If they're playing. I, I, I think I, I really okay, so, think so. So I, I just can't stay. Uh, yeah, I just gave. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, I, I I agree with that completely. I think you should spend more. First of all, you got to win a championship. So if Remy Gardner goes on to win the championship this year, um, which is no guarantee, but if he does, then I think Ralph Fernandez definitely spends another year, in my opinion, in in Moto Two. If a good bike shows up in Moto GP, I don't know that he can turn it down. It's just no yeah, one's going to tell you. But I don't know what a good down. bike is. Um. Hey, well, any of the factory teams except Honda. Well, you can't say that because do you really think Honda is going to have two bad years in a row? Yeah, twenty and twenty-one. Yes, so the, the bike in twenty was terrible too. We don't know that. Well, you can go ahead and blame it on Paul Spargo, but Paul Spargo is a talented rider, and I don't think his no, results but I'm just, were twenty. But I'm just saying, you know, I mean. It, we we I don't know. I think that was oof. Uh. I, I I doubt they'll have a third bad year in a row. Uh, I think Honda does not like losing, and yeah. right now right now they're getting so few manufacturing points, manufacturers points. It's embarrassing. Yeah, right now. I mean, they got to be really, embarrassed embar- that they oh, got oh. an eight-time world champ. Well, but you know, the other thing is, is I don't know if Marquez is back to what he was. Okay, I don't know if he'll ever be back. He took Paul, a tumble okay. again this week. Well, here, here's a measure of the bike. Paul Spargo is not a 12th place rider. That's the best he's been able to produce on the Honda. Is 12th. Okay, maybe he's not a maybe he's not a winner. Maybe he's only a top eight. Maybe he's only a top five. As best he's going to manage. He's not a 12th place. The bike's just crap. And you know, I don't know, Mark Marquez. Let's see what he can do with the bike when he's at full health. But he'll be at full health by middle of july late july here's here's what i'm gonna say though right i mean mm-hmm. you say that i don't mm-hmm. know if you can say that anymore the 12th place thing i mean look at your top look at your top guys quarteraro Oliveira, mm-hmm. mir zarco mm-hmm. bender miller vinales rossi well not rossi <laughs> uh morbidelli uh mm-hmm. rins i mean you got a bunch of guys you got a lot of talent, talent-wise. This is mm-hmm. one of the deepest talent fields we've ever seen. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, um, I I I agree, but you're also talking about a Honda that dominated most of those riders. There are some new riders that yeah, have come. But you know the field, what? But, Every so often, the other manufacturers will ke- catch up. Right? Look how many years well, Yamaha dominated, and everybody I, caught up. I I agree that the other manufacturers have made improvements, and I think Honda's gone the other way. Or they didn't make even as many. even Honda says that because they basically had to go back to the 2019 suspension on the bike. Yeah. They screwed up well, completely well, on that. They're making frame so, changes, trying to lengthen the wheelbase because the bike just is handling so poorly. Yeah, but but sometimes sometimes you got the engineer who doesn't ride, you know, who doesn't go out there and race the bike making decisions. You, you know what I mean? Well, that's why you listen to the riders, what the riders are telling you. That's why you, why you have a development rider, somebody that goes out and, and rides the bike completely separate from the racing and says, no, this is crap. This is not handling right. If you're going to develop it during the season, you're, you got a problem because you're, you're bleeding points while you're doing oh, development. Yeah. The only person I know that's been able to actively do that and prove a bike during the season that I've seen in recent years is actually Tom Sykes. He's the only rider I've seen in recent years that's been able to actively improve a bike during the season. It's going to take the engineers to do it. I, Mark Marquez is not going to fix this. Unless they just... If I was Honda, I'd pull the 2019 bike out of mothballs. I'd run that bike. I wouldn't... I'd run well, exactly they can't what pull they it out of mothballs. I think they'd have to pull it out of... Uh... Uh, somebody else's garage. Somebody else's. <laughs> if they sold off all the 2019 bikes, yeah, I'd buy, I'd buy it back for whatever you had to pay. I'd be like, calling them up. I'd be like, hey, so we sold you this bike, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll pay you 10 times what we sold it to you for. We're going to need it back, right? I mean, LC, well, they, they're, probably they would, going to, they're probably going to Alex's. One of them's in a museum. Hey, I, know, I, I know one of the 2019 bikes is in a museum. That much I know for a fact. All the MotoGP championship bikes, they don't get sold to somebody else. They go into a museum. So you go into a museum, say, oh, sorry, got to take it back. Oh, that was a counterfeit. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Wasn't the real one. That was one of the spares. It wasn't actually the winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take that back. I don't know. I'd solve that problem because it's what you got right now. You're going to try and have to reverse engineer it back to a 2019 bike. Well, you know, just take the 2019 bikes. Forget about your experience in 2021. My opinion, nobody listens to me. I don't build MotoGP bikes, but I can look at results. And you should. And, and, and well, probably not. So, Pro- probably not, but it's where we are. Uh, that's yeah. what I do. That's what I do for a living, Phil. I give my opinion. That is actually true. And that's you why they pay me. That's why they pay me the big bucks. You do get the big bucks. <laughs> I get the big Everybody bucks. Everybody gets big bucks compared to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's just the way it is. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. I was talking about uh, my opinion about motorcycle racing, not my oh oh oh, not something we would call a a real job. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, this weekend because we're running up on the end of the show. This weekend, yeah. MotoGP will be in Catalonia. Right, they're running back to back weekends, and uh, motocross will be in Thunder Valley, and that's that's going to kind of do it for yeah. the racing. Uh, next yeah. week, we'll probably also talk some of the Chicago flat track race. Obviously, yep. two weeks ago, they got rained out in Te- Tejas. Um, man. I'm glad we had a rainy weekend so I could watch all the racing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't a rainy, complete rain out, but yeah. Well, know. it was enough that I could watch the racing. Yeah. I had trouble watching all of it. So I, I was watching some of it yesterday. It's a good thing. I think it was a three day weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, had, it, I had it all done except for. Uh, for flat track yesterday 
Yeah. Uh, good. I, I enjoyed watching a ton of racing. Um, next week, like I said, we got Catalonia for the guys in the pool. I'll post some the things, but Ken, you are still leading the pool. You, sir, are still leading the pool. Uh, I tried. That's all I can say. I tried. I, 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 I picked. I matched Chris's picks. I figured that was a sure way to take. Then the he changed off his me. picks. Oh, hey, by the way, <laughs> yeah, right. Number one points getter would have been this weekend in the pool had you taken Cam Boubier. Really? He qualified twenty six and finished eight. That wow. A Thirty four point getter. Wow. Yeah, I'm- I was looking at that, and, and I almost took Boubier. When I saw him way down there, and I said, "I said, man, I said, but he's gonna have to go through a bunch of guys he's never raced before." And I don't, and I don't want to be responsible for him breaking his neck or something. Yeah, I don't want to. We be should say real quick before we go out. Oh, yeah. You know, um, our condolences to the family of Jason uh, DePasquet, who uh, lost his life, a Moto Three rider with a bright future ahead of him. Unfortunately, lost that. So, yeah. you know, we definitely want to, you know, uh, give our condolences to his family and wish them the best. Yeah, we'll be back next week.